And so um, I want to think about Acts 2 verse 1. Neil shared this uh, a few weeks in a row. But it said, on the day of Pentecost, so on the day when the Holy Spirit came to everyone, the believers were all together. All ages, all people groups were together. Do you know what all means? Does anybody know what all means? All. All means all. All means all. It's as simple as that. And so the Spirit was poured out on all. And verse 4 in Acts 2 says, And everyone, everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other language. And the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. And so today, everyone got to take part. And even if you didn't know the answer, I think that you knew before I told you who to look to in the room that might know the answer. They have different gifts and they have different desires in you. But as a family, we start to get to know each other and know who we can turn to when we need something done. Whenever Neville's not here, I'm lost because he is the one that keeps me right and helps me to put up shelves. And then I learn to do it and help Neil to put up shelves. And then, do you put up shelves for anybody else? No? We are on a journey and we get to learn from each other. And in all honesty, he's not here, so we'll talk about him more. I've learned a lot from Neville, both spiritually and actually on how to use um, the, the drills that I bought that I didn't know how to use before and the spirit levels that I... He teaches me physical things. He teaches me spiritual things. And that's what it's supposed to be like being a part of a family on a journey that love God. We are here to learn from each other, to teach each other, and to give away what we have. And so, um, Neil said a couple of weeks ago, God is to be experienced. That that's the purpose of the different gifts. The word, the spirit, the academic, the physical. The purpose of the gifts of God is because he wants us to experience him through us seeing him in others and us seeing people come alive in the gifts that he's given. Now, I want to read a quote, and kids... Um, I'll try and help you understand it, but it is mainly for you adults. But the kids will try and help you understand it because it's from some old fella a couple of centuries ago who didn't speak proper English, you know. He used proper words. So his name is Thomas Merton, and he said this, Society was regarded by them as a shipwreck from which each single individual man had to swim for his life. These were men who believed that to let oneself drift along passively, accepting the tenets and values of what they knew as society was purely and simply a disaster. They knew they were helpless uh, to do any good for others as long as they floundered about in the wreckage. But once they had got a foothold on a solid ground, things were different. Then they had not only the power but even the obligation to pull the whole world to safety after them. And so can I talk to both young people and older people, more mature people? It's so easy to be in the middle of the sea. This is the explanation of it. In the middle of the sea, like you boys yesterday out, out in the middle of the sea, floating about, or in a river, and you're just going with the current, and you have no way of changing direction, you have no way of controlling where you're going or what you're doing, you're just going along with flow. But we, when we know Jesus, are called to be different. We're giving tools and we're giving gifts to help direct where we're going, 
to help control where the boat is going and get us to destinations and get us to places where we step off for a while and step back in. But like he says on this, to get to solid ground, where, which is Jesus Christ and the gifts that he's given us, and then it is our job to pull other people in that direction. Not because we are know-it-alls, but the purpose of the gifts is so that we can give away what we have to love others and we love others so much that we don't want to see them miss what we have. And so, so many Christians are focused on what we get after in heaven and what's going to happen, which is all going to be great. But actually, we're called to help people realize their full potential right now. We're called to help them discover what God has given them right now that makes them come alive. And I'm not just talking about spiritual gifts. I'm talking about all the wonderful things that you get to do every day. So if it's William with his vegetables, he has a knowledge, he has a desire, and whether he likes it or not, when you talk to William about vegetables, he comes alive. And some days he might hate it, but it's a gift that he has in this world where he gets to be Jesus to other people. Whenever you're installing a printer, you might hate printers some days, but you have an unmatched knowledge of printers, don't you? You know everything about them. And that job gives you the opportunity to be Jesus to people around you, to pull them up and to bless them and to encourage them and to start to use the other gifts that he's given you to be the hands and feet. I'll not grind everybody, but you get where I'm going. It's not just these actual gifts. They're amazing. They're brilliant gifts. We've learned all about them. But God loves the everyday, ordinary things that he has given you. Better stay on notes here. And one of the things he's asking us to do is to steward them well. So many people I know are looking at other people thinking, I want what they have, I want what she has, but they don't realize what it has taken for that person to get to that place in their lives. Some other people are looking around and they're blaming everybody else for where they're at in life. But actually, we are called in partnership with God and others around us to take responsibility for your own life. It is your choice. You hear this, kids? It's your choices. It's what you do with what you're given. It's what you spend your money on. It's what you spend your time on. It's how you choose to react in moments where you know God is calling you to react differently. And so we're called to steward. And can I encourage you with the gifts? We always have to get the football in because we've done well yesterday, didn't we, boys? Look at all the tans. We got to the final and we got beat by Ballymena United. But I want to give you a little illustration. These boys that play, that play football... I might be their coach, but I can't coach them very much more than what they've got. And what, what you do naturally in sport is you, you go and you stand and you watch. And within five, ten minutes, and it's the same with any, any hobby or profession, you can spot someone and say, they have a natural gift. That person has a natural gift. Just like the gifts that God has given us. We can, we can look at people in this room and go, my goodness, you are gifted in this. Now, if it stopped there, would that be good stewardship of the gift you've been given? Would it be? So tell me, boys, with football, what do you now do? that we've Because we've discovered a gift, what do you do? Use it. So how do you use it? By practicing. 
by watching, I'll not say read books, I don't know if you read books. Do you watch stuff? Do you invest in the, in the equipment that you need? Do you ask questions? Do you listen? Do you learn? Okay. And so the gifts that we've been given is the exact same. God's given you gifts. But then it's up to you. It's up to you to decide what you do with those gifts. Am I going to invest? Homero recently, he's starting as a leader, leadership. What are you, you're doing a new, a, a new degree? Yeah, it's a, master's. a master's degree? Because photography. photography. He's got a passion in photography, and now he's doing a master's degree because he wants to invest in an amazing gift that he's been given. And so can I encourage you this morning? Do we have the gifts thing there? Can I encourage you this morning that the spiritual gifts that we've been hearing about for weeks and weeks and weeks, but also the natural inclinations that you have, so the natural things that you love, that you invest in, that you choose, that you, you listen to the Father, you say, God, what do you want me to invest in? And then you start to do that. And it's as simple as this. If your gift is hospitality, like the gardens, I know for a fact that they set up their home in a way and have a table that's big enough so that they can bring people to their home. That's the simplicity of the kingdom of God. It's investing in, if I really believe that I am to be a leader, I am going to work my schedule this week that I get the opportunity to invest in one or two people that I can pour into them what God has given me. I'm going to read, I'm going to learn, I'm going to pray, and I'm going to give away. And you know, that's the difference in the kingdom of God versus the world. The world is me, 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 but the kingdom of God is him then giving out to others. And so let me finish with this. I want to encourage you, um, just like Jesus did, he had spiritual disciplines that helped him hear from the Father, like solitude, I know that's hard to do, um, being still, being quiet, and praying. And so this week, we get the opportunity to do that. So tonight, can I really encourage you, if you've never done it before, don't worry about the sun. You have lots more sun. Come here and just be in the presence of the Lord. See that song this morning that we sang? What was it, Jenna? Um, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Just in that moment, you could, feel, you could feel the presence of the Lord this morning. But in that song, whenever we just started to sing together in unity, you could just feel the presence of God and, and a peace that comes as we're in the presence of God. And so this way, can I encourage you to have moments like that by yourself, but starting tonight corporately as we come together and we spend time. That's all it is. It's just worship and there's no preaching. Don't worry. None of this. Just worship. And then 9 to 5, or is it, what's, the, what's the times on the wee board around here? 1 to 9, Monday and Tuesday, and 9 to 5 on Wednesday. The prayer room will be open. We'll put the code up in the group. We'll not say it here now because then the whole of the internet will hear the code for our coded room. Um, but we'll put it up in the group. And can I encourage you just to go in there and just to spend time and spend time listening to the Lord. Amen. Neil. Thanks, David. Um, just a few more minutes. I'm going to show a video. So, kids, watch, watch this video. It might seem it might seem really silly. It's the opening scene to The Croods, one of my favourite movies. 
Um, it's, it's open and seen to it, but I, you can blame Andrew Gribben for this. If you just think it's ridiculous, if you think it's stupid, blame Andrew. Because me and Andrew, Andrew suggested a, way, a while ago about um, the men doing something around finding, like, finding learning or finding spiritual truths in like, movies and series. So it's like, it feels like he's put that in my head and I feel like I'm just watching everything <laughs> through that filter. So I was watching, watching the crudes and I knew a wee bit of where David was going um, this morning and uh, I really wanted to show this scene because I think it is, if you look past the silliness, I think there's a, there's a cracking principle uh, in this video. But just to make sure you've heard, David, that please fill in these slots. We would love to, like, to, to like, make this uh, like a sacred space, if we can use that language, for the next two or three days. Um, if, if, if you know what you can fill in, fill it in today. Um, I, I would also suggest, if, like, if, you're, if you can't make it, I know f- family busyness running around um, means that it might be difficult to travel here. But if you know that you can commit to an hour, if you know that you have an hour available that you can do at home, that you can sacrifice, like still, still put your name up there. Um, just be great to know that as, as family, we're, we're, we're praying together. Uh, and so as David has said, we'll, we'll almost like start this time together, um, laying it as an offering before the Lord tonight. And, uh, and then we're going to pray for the next couple of days. And then on Wednesday night, again, we'd love you to be here. Uh, 6.30 on Wednesday. Bring your, bring your family and, uh, and the guys that are going to be with us from Jacksonville, Florida are going to lead us in our, in our time of worship next week. Um, oh, this one's got, I can't, I had, a, I had a joke about ice cream toppings and I forget it. I had hundreds of thousands of them. Um, Andrew's going to show the video. Andrew's giggling. Love it. Um, until, until somebody else until somebody else discovers the gift, then I'll keep doing it. Uh, show that video, Andrew, please, and then I'll take two minutes. All right. Come on, Doug. Good fun. Uh, so... Really quickly, I, like I don't want, I don't want to over spiritualize it, but to just the, the idea that we've been trying to, to promote or trying to get across for the last number of weeks is that for the body to function well, for the success of the church, for us to live well as family, it requires everybody playing their part. It requires everybody participating. It requires every generation involved in order for us to live well. And so you had the little baby right up to the crazy granny. I don't know if there's a crazy, fierce granny in the room, but um, that is, it requires, it requires all generations. It requires everybody participating, playing their part in order for us to fulfill the mission. And so I know uh, there is a part of me, I'm conscious that I'm stretching it, but it's a principle that I think is, is there for us in the word of God. And I think it is important for us to say that the illustration may be silly and it may be juvenile, but I think the idea that I'd love us to see is huge. It's massive. And so even the, 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 the illustration at the very beginning, I think, is really important. Because the, the, the father, even though the, the son was, was fearful, he was scared of stepping out, he still had a father who was, he had his back, but he released him. He pushed him out in order to face his fears. He pushed him out in order to release his sons, and that's what we need. That's what we need in the church. We need fathers who are going 
to release sums, pushing their sums to take hold of something. We need mums who are going to pick up the pieces after there's been a stumble. And so you've seen all the, all the things that were opposing the family. You've seen all of the things that were opposing this family that were on a mission. All the things that got in the way, all the things that tripped them up. But every time you've seen mums, mums picked up the pieces. We need mums who are going to pick up the pieces after daughters stumble. We need, even, we need even grandchildren that are going to defend grandmothers. I love the granny screaming out to her granddaughter, avenge me. And that idea of grandchildren who are just going to defend the honor of their grandparents, I think is a beautiful principle. And so as David has already said, all, of, all that took place there required the wisdom of, of the father, required almost the shrewdness of the daughter at it required the boldness of, of granny. It, um, it required the vision of, of all the people that were taking part. Otherwise, they wouldn't have eaten. If everybody hadn't played their part, if every generation, if all of them hadn't used the, the giftings, the vision, the strength, the wisdom, if all of them hadn't used, they would not have eaten. And they wouldn't have made their way home. And there was just something about watching that clip that I found, like I've just found that quite moving, that actually for us to make our way home, for us to make our way home successfully, for us to get to the end and finish well, we need, we need everybody. We need everybody fully particip participating to get us to the end, to get us home. And, uh, and so although it's silly, although it's juvenile, I want us all to hear that the idea and I think the principle behind it is huge. Is that all right? Make sense? No meal? Thanks, girls. I heard a yes in the front row. That'll do me. Um, let me pray. Father, thank you for this morning. Thank you for what we've sang. Thank you for, um, God, every person that's in this room. God, I thank you for abilities and passions and things that cause us to come alive and I pray, God, that that would be encouraged in this body, that that would fan into flame being part of this family. And um, God, I pray for each young person, each child. God, even as the last couple of weeks as they finish off school, as even the, maybe the older ones are, are being asked about what is it that you want to do next? What is it that you're wanting to do as you grow up? And God, I pray that you would just even allow them in this atmosphere, in this place, to be able to discover their passions to be able to discover what it is that you've graced them with, what you've gifted them with. God, and even those that, uh, that maybe are maybe picking up passions later on in life, and we thank you for that, and we pray that that, would, that that would be a reality among us, God. Those things that maybe people told us we couldn't do, or those things that we laid aside because of the, the circumstances of life, God, I just pray that there would even be a season, God, that you would allow us to, to pick up those things that you've that you've placed within us. God, I just pray you would help us all just to, to love and to serve one another well. Recognizing that the, the last number of months and weeks ago, we've been recognizing the, the gift the, the body is and recognizing that, as, as Apostle Paul said, that we belong to one another. I pray there would be a sense of that. Um, yeah, so God, I just pray that, uh, and it's all for you, Jesus. It's not, it's not just for our our own good, our own satisfaction, God, is, is so that we, we live well, we function well in order to reveal who you are. And uh, so help us do that. Um, I pray you bless us today in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Thanks, everybody. Have a good day.